Hi, I'm Jade Madison Scott, the creator of The Bookmarks, and this is a fun little note from me to you so you know what the heck is going on. The show you're about to listen to, The Bookmarks, is an improv comedy. Short outlines were written so the actors would have a plot skeleton to work with, but the words, the character choices, that's all them just making it up as they go. And because this is a book podcast that parodies book podcasts, I want to make it clear that the authors and books the characters talk about are absolute fiction, totally made up by the actors on the spot, so there's no need to Google is blah to blah a real book, because it's not. The actors are just so good to make you think it is. All right, that's all I wanted to say, so let's get to why you're really here. Please enjoy the show. Welcome everyone back to the 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 the, the bookmarks. The bookmarks. Yes, Woo. nice, nice. I am your co-host, Mark Bookerson. And I'm your other co-host, Markel Bookerson. No relation. No and relation. And this week we're going to be reviewing the brand spanking new indie graphic novel, The Ghosts in White by Keisha Weber. But today we also do have a special guest. That's right, we do. That would be just go, 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 go. Now? Yes, now, yes. Okay, um, hi everyone in, uh, in, uh, podcast land. Uh, I'm, I'm Jess. Uh, I'm Markel's, uh, little yeah, sister. we decided that because we brought Ken on the podcast and he was so atrociously awful that it was only right that we bring on Jess, who is Markel's significantly cooler sister than she Ken. She is really cool. So we balanced it out. We bit, balanced yeah. it out, yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, but first, we're gonna get to a word from our sponsor. We'll be right back. All right, I think everything is set up. Who's there? Easy there, lad. It's just your captain, checking on his favorite stowaway. I thought I was the only stowaway on this ship. (laughs) The only one we know of, at least. What are you doing? Just, uh, just recording the ship's log. The ship's log. Right. I'll leave you to it then. Where was I? I just don't know what it's all for. The places you're leading us. The things we encounter. I'm just saying it's a lot. Whenever the crew follows what you tell me, something happens. Last month we faced ghost ships. Mora is still repairing the Sojourner after those half-goat, half-fish things that attacked us last week. What's next? What are we supposed to fend off next, a damn kraken? The crew treats me like I'm more of a conspiracy theorist than prophet. The captain's clearly tired of covering for me, and I'm sure she's losing trust in me, and... Are you testing me in my faith? Have I not proven myself enough to you? I wish, I wish you would just tell me what to do. How can I understand what you want? Now, repeat after me. Sojourner's Trails is a horror fantasy audio drama by Balladare Productions. The pilot, Fools of the Night, is out now on the podcatcher of your choice, with more episodes coming soon.
And we are back. Jess, why don't you give our listeners a little introduction? The big artist. Yeah, give them the breakdown. All right. Yeah. Like she said, I, uh, I'm, I'm Jess. Uh, I'm an artist. I not just it's an not artist. what I do for a living yet. Not just that you you do though. I mean, you just sold a commission. Oh, really? That makes you a yeah, professional artist. Jess. just accept it in your heart. It it was just like online. It's it's it doesn't matter. It's still a commission. That's pretty huh? cool. That's like really. I didn't. You sold a commission. That's really good for you. I'm very happy for yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. I get. I mean, like. I guess technically it's professional, but I got a ways to go, I think. I think that you are downplaying yourself too much. This this girl has been drawing since she could hold a crayon in her hand, guys. She's just she comics are your dream, you know? And yeah. and, and she's been doing it forever now. Like you you are going to be the next big thing. I know it. I know oh. it. It's just a matter of time. Honestly, you know, Markel showed me a couple of your test pages. They look really, really good. Like, oh. I think you could mm-hmm. right? probably go professional oh. pretty soon if you keep working right? at it. Oh, they think so. Yeah, Mark. then all. That's, uh, yeah. All, all the Bookersons um, I know, barring my own family, will be famous authors, and that's really cool. That means a lot coming from you. Um, uh, let, yeah. Let's talk about the book. That's what we're here for, right, guys? Let's talk about yeah, the book. Yeah, for sure. Totally. Yeah, Great okay, job, let's though. Let's talk about the bug. Very good job. <laughs> Thank you. And we're back with this week's discussion about The Ghosts in White by Keisha Weber. What a book. Oh, this was what a, a book. scary book. Oh, Funds may be the first word yeah, I would think of, Markel. Huh? Oh, that's right. You're a scaredy cat. No, I'm, okay, I'm not a scaredy cat. <laughs> okay. No, no. It just uh, sidebar, all y'all. I love every genre. Horror is not my favorite. I appreciate it from an artistic standpoint, but I have nightmares. So let's get into this book. Um we had our uh, we let's start with the protagonist, yeah. So we've got we've yeah, got, yeah. Uh, Theo, Theo, my boy, Theo, who boy. Uh, grows up in uh, Perseverance, which is in Arizona. I think it was a small town. I think it was in Georgia. It might have been. Yeah, yeah. no, I you're right, Georgia. He moved. He moved. He, he moved, he moved from away Arizona. from Arizona. Arizona. Yes, sorry. Yeah, to Georgia to, Georgia, to yeah. go stay with his aunt and his uncle. Perseverance is in Georgia. Mm-hmm. And so it's this tiny little town. I think it's based off of a, a, a real place. Yeah, uh, I think it is in, too. In Georgia. And it's uh, nestled in the mountains. And uh, so we've got Theo and his aunt and his uncle. And when he moves there, uh, all these people in the town are a little bit, there's something off, right? Um, it's one of those classic stories where you've got this young person because Theo's like 13, 14. And uh, he's he's going through this this world that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, and things keep happening, and people don't believe him. They think that he's just seeing things. He just has an overactive imagination. He starts having well, yeah. these nightmares, and then the nightmares start to become real. And, and just like for clarification, you know, the stuff Theo is seeing is is some pretty 
ominous things, you know. There are times yeah. when he sees almost specters hanging yes. above different people in the town. There are times when he sees different sort of appendages kind of just growing out of buildings as though the buildings themselves are made Ooh. of living flesh. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, there are really just all sorts of things where he, he feels like this town is alive in a way that is uh, much more sinister than simply having lively people who live there. Uh, and so... Yes, yes. And and you know it starts to get really bad when he starts seeing these extra appendages coming out of his, uh, his aunt and yeah. his uncle. And that was right around when you start learning about the eldritch being that lives in the yes. soil under the town of Perseverance that people have been sacrificed to in order to create this hive mind. Yeah, Blood because basically, oh basically, you know you find out that the small town of Perseverance was sort of made by some, you know, pioneers a, a very, very long time ago, and they stumbled upon, essentially, uh, a terrifying eldritch monster in their, you know, want mm-hmm. to, you know, learn more about the world or whatever. You know, that classic explore trope. And yeah. in finding this eldritch monster, they were forced to sort of enter a pact that implicates them in all of their descendants essentially to bring people into this town and sort of sacrifice them to the hive mind so the Mm -hmm. only people who are really not a part of the hive mind in this town are the descendants of the original people here but people who you know married into families and theo and theo because he's been brought here yep but people who, who married into families and people who simply came to visit all have this odd sense about them because they've been sacrificed to this eldritch hive mind that is quite literally the town itself. The the buildings, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. trees, the, the soil mountains. itself, the mountain yes. is all this being of incomprehensible scope and size and are and small in age. age. It's it's incomprehensibly old. As old as time itself is the closest description they give us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as Theo sort of finds out more and tries to escape this town because quite frankly he's terrified you know the they start putting more and more pressure on him because we find out that he is their next sacrifice and his aunt and his uncle are already gone they're already yeah. a part of mm. this being oh God, I it's just like so the realization yeah, on his face it's like uh, oh i thought these were like my safe people it's like nope no, they're not. Oh, God. The scene my, where... My sank into my stomach with that scene. The scene where the hand came out of the palm of the hand and just started stretching forward in this, like, incomprehensibly mm-hmm. uh, uh, non-Euclidean, like, scape of really? hands coming forward and, like, the teeth just, like, oh. the mouth opened and there were significantly oh, more God. teeth than there ever should be in a mouth yeah. and the tongue turned into this terrifying forked appendage that was like grabbing at him and it, it, his aunt turned into this almost reptilian or 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 snake like terrifying hand monster was honestly one of the most shocking images I've ever seen in my entire life it took a while for my eyeballs to really like yeah. get oh past and, that and that that climax too when he's being held down by the the not affected townspeople of perseverance because they're about to sacrifice him to the to this eldritch being and it's like it, it, he has to find this power within himself in order to fight it off it was so oh good. my god guys i was i was i was not prepared for this I, keisha weber's 
an incredible graphic artist, but this was her first foray into horror. And, I mean, and out the park. Yeah. Out the park. Out of the park. I mean, I was I was not expecting this because I've read her other books and they are typically more of the the cute, romantic, sweet slice of life. This was a complete 180. And it's incredible, but it's also incredibly hard to read if you're not a huge fan of horror, Keisha which I am Weber, not. Do more of and this, can please. We... Thank you. Yeah, oh, and, and and I just want to briefly mention that ending because it really leaves a lot to the viewer of whether or not Theo has truly escaped this town or if this oh. was like the dying thoughts of a boy who has is being consumed by an eldritch being. <laughs> and that was maybe more than any image, the most haunting thing that stuck with me. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I had to like, I had to, to open up some other Keisha Weber books. Um, the, the one, uh, my most romantic sunshine, you know, that sweet one about the, the girl who falls in love yeah, it's great. the boy in the high school. Cause I just, I needed something light and easy to read to decompress after that. I think I had to sleep with the lights on that night. Really? Yeah. You had to. Mark and, you, and you, you didn't? You're what? an adult. What do you mean you had to sleep with the lights just, on? I'm not, I like, okay, so it's, I'm not a huge fan of horror, okay? I have overactive imagination. Every time I would close my eyes, I mean, if I close my eyes right now, I could, oh my God, no. I, That's I, what's I, fun about it. I don't, how is horror fun? What is so fun about being scared? I don't understand Mark, that. Mark, I'll just think about the sunshiny rainbow stuff. It'll be okay. The, the, the scary book is not coming to get you. My God. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Thanks a yeah, lot. I just don't get that. How you don't. Horror is just like so amazing. How are you not just like enthralled at all points in time by it? It can be like weirdly comforting to me. Exactly. Like, like you see it and it. Yeah. Like, like there's so much shit going on in the world that seeing it like stretch to its limit of to like an absurd degree is like it provides some catharsis. Like you don't have to deal with the real stuff for a little bit. You can just kind of put your anxiety into that. I don't know. I didn't know you were a horror fan, Jess. Yeah. You're into horror stuff. Yeah, I really like horror stuff. I've uh, drawn, I've drawn some uh, horror comics myself, actually. Really? Yeah, I don't. What are your favorite like horror things? A big fan of Junji Ito. Okay, sick. I mm-hmm. I love him. Yeah, yeah, uh, and just like indie horror stuff like like uh games like like analog horror type thing you know yeah yeah i mean i love that stuff there i mean this is crazy a a friend of mine kind of dropped last minute but i'm going to see uh calcifer's creek at mind game like in no way a week or so like do you want to come um i think i think we're getting a bit off topic here um uh oh um Jess I think I just heard Jean-Pierre saying he needed some help with the orders. Jean-Pierre you, like, is, Jean-Pierre is literally what? like I, a Yeah no no I definitely heard him say oh we help me with the orders please could you just like go and lend him a hand while we tangle untangle these cords right here Okay uh, All right, yeah, right Marco um I can go check on Jean Pierre if you. No, 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 no. I need to. I need to discuss some um, some some podcast related stuff with you, Mark. Okay. Uh, cool. Sorry about that, Jess. Uh, uh, no, yeah, Jean Pierre, uh-huh. in the kitchen. Um, okay. If he needs oh, any help. Yeah, I'll leave you two alone. 
Mark, what are you doing? What do you mean? And and why did you send Jessa to go help Jean-Pierre? When has Jean-Pierre literally ever needed no, help no, with no, hors d'oeuvres no, no, no. before? No, it's not Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre is perfectly fine. He's perfectly capable. I sent her away because I wanted to talk to you. Because I feel like you are trying to cozy up to Jess right now. <laughs> whoa, 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 yeah. whoa. Okay, that's out of left field, I sort no, of feel not like. not really, not really. I mean, you were just trying to ask her out on a date. I asked her if she wanted to go catch a movie as, like, friends. And, you know, it maybe didn't... I am a little bit interested in her. And there it is. And maybe I think she's kind of cool, but I don't see what the problem with that is. You're able to go on dates with people. It's, Mark, it's you specifically and the fact that you got out of a very big relationship with Berlin not even half a year ago. You were going to propose to her. Whoa, whoa. And I don't think you're totally over it. And I don't want my sister to become a rebound. It's as simple as that. I, <laughs> It's not your decision whether or not I'm over my past relationship. That's not really your choice it's to not, make. No, I'm just think? telling you that I don't want to see my sister get hurt. Okay? <laughs> You're both adults, I guess. I mean, Jess is... A- and what is it about me that makes you think I'm going to hurt your sister? What I'm worried about is if you get into kind of a reboundy situation with her where, you know, you get her all worked up and you get her into you and then you decide, oh, oops, I'm actually not emotionally available right now because I'm still not over my ex, my first big relationship that I was about to get married to until she broke it off with me. And I don't want that to happen to my sister. I don't want you to hurt her, Mark. Wow. So that's how you think about me. That's how you think about me, Markel. Like, I just don't have the emotional maturity to know that I don't want to hurt people who I talk to, that I don't want to hurt my best friend's sister. You think I would just I don't go think you do would that do it willy-nilly for the fun of it? No, I don't think that you would do oh, it on you, purpose. you think I would do it, though. You do still think I would do it, Markel. You still think I would hurt your sister just because you think that's the kind of person I am, that I just unintentionally harm people because I don't yeah, know sometimes you, you just do think that. that little of me. Oh, hey! <laughs> What's hey. up, Jess? How's your how's your conversation between the two of you going? That's going wonderful. Great. How is Jean Pierre? Yeah. He's pretty great, isn't he? Uh, Jean Jean Pierre. Uh, he told he's a really cool guy. He told me um, that he was in a muscle flexing contest with Muscle Man Randy Savage. Yeah, I he, believe he's it. He's awesome got guy. some guns, man. He's Jean Pierre. Just yeah. I mean, surprising for like a for for his line of work, but yeah, he's he's. Hey, Jess, you know, Mark Kell and I were just talking about uh, you and I going to this movie, and she was telling me that you've never seen Calcifer's Creek. Is that true? Yeah, it's on my list of stuff to see, but I haven't yet. Oh my gosh! Well, I think this is honestly a perfect opportunity for both of us to go. I'd no. love to be there for your first time seeing it, and quite frankly, I think you're gonna really, really enjoy it if you're if you're digging the ghosts in white. So honestly, I'm super excited. And hey, why don't we go to dinner afterwards? A student of Jean Pierre actually has a restaurant that's not too far from here, and I'm sure I could get okay, a table. Uh, we're getting oh. we're getting off topic again, guys. Yeah. Let's, I think we're yeah, right on but, topic, Markel. But, but, but nope. yeah, but yeah, let's no. let's do it. I yeah. Okay. Uh, All right. Sounds great. We'll figure out. I'll text you to find out when you're free. Okay. Yeah. And then we'll set up some time. We are gonna yeah, go yeah. on another commercial break. Be right back. I'm really looking forward to it. Earth 
has become overpopulated. Natural resources are scarce. To solve this problem, the government has been chartering ships to transport families to uninhabited worlds. I am Colonel Thomas. I act on the authority of Earth's Triumvirate. I know who you are, Colonel. Everything seems to be going good until the wrong planet is colonized. No longer will you destroy the lives of people on other planets. Fire! From the creator of Out of the Ashes comes a new sci-fi thriller that shows what happens to the human race when they're thrust into survival mode. Prepare yourselves for... The Hunting Season Coming this fall to your favorite podcatcher. We're back, right? Yeah, yeah, we're, uh, yeah, sorry, we're back. We are definitely okay, back. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah, um, so, uh, I was thinking a little bit more about, um, how, uh, the book this week, uh, the graphic novel style reminded me of when, uh, Markel and I used to make graphic novel comics of our own. Yeah. Wow, that that is so cool, yeah. Jesse. You've been making graphic novels for how long now? Since we were both in middle school, yeah. right, Jess? Yeah, she used to draw, and I used to write the plots and the dialogue, and it was it was a cooperative project. And and yeah, we what did sort that. of stuff were you interested in drawing um, as a child, Jess? Well, like I would draw, like you know, I I would draw. She would draw a lot of animals and yeah. like magical girls and you know yeah. that sort of thing. You went through a horse phase <laughs> for a while there. Resident horse girl, what do you want from me? <laughs> and then you Yeah, and then you went through the centaur phase and then you went through the mermaid phase. Thanks so much for that, Markel, but I was sort of asking Jess. So, I would just kind of like to know what the artist's own personal opinions are about their work. Well, I appreciate, you know, you giving a little more background, but I really am just interested in Jess's opinion. I'm here. just trying to help, Mark. Oh, and the help is, is noted. Uh, you both good? Great. Yeah, Phenomenal. We're fine. Wonderful. We're totally spectacular. Great. Okay, Markel. Um, Jess? Uh, so we... Uh, a lot of times uh, what I drew would be is she would write things first and I would draw for them. So I got a lot of practice drawing a lot of different things. Um, mm. with for yeah. the comics, I did a lot of like doodles on my own, and that's where like the centaurs and the mermaids were and such. You know, like mm-hmm. trying. Well, we did that mm-hmm. whole series so all through interesting. middle school, right? Yeah, Remember, yeah. there were like seven books of that, and you did all the art for that. I mean, that was that was a lot of work. 
It was, but it was super wow. fun, and it got my mind off school, so, and other yeah, things, got, you know. So It got some attention, too, because do you remember we were showing that around, and all the other kids were like, oh, my God, who drew this? Because they just they couldn't believe that somebody in middle school would do such beautiful art. But, I mean, that's that's you. You've been making gorgeous art since you were a kid. I'm sure you do make gorgeous art, just even more gorgeous than the art I've seen quite frankly. Oh, you guys. You... <laughs> um, thank you. Oh, of course, you know, it just, it really almost speaks to me on some level, right? Because I also know what it's like to really want to be an artist from a young age. I think we really connect in that way, Jess. You know, when I was... Just a, a small little baby boy. I just, I loved so dearly the, the written word. And, you know, my, my siblings, Jennifer, Kennifer, they didn't really get it. You know, it just, it didn't really appeal to them. But my mother, she just, she loved my writing so much. Aww. And she just loved to nurture the small voice that was inside of her small child and you know as she sort of grew older along with me she became less interested in my writings and it became a little lonely you know oh. being an artist can be so lonely and sometimes I just feel so alone and lonesome and like it's just something about seeing another artist artist who just gets it you know it really makes me feel almost a sense of kinship a bond I would even say yeah with a fellow artist such as yourself um Markel yeah I'm uh I'm seeing that that look on your face I'm, what look? What are you talking about? I'm not. I'm fine. I'm, I don't have I'm a look. Seeing I am. You. I am completely neutral. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nope. I'm fine. Everything's See, fine. You're Everything is smiling fine. Smiling really tightly. Yeah. Like no, that. we are. We're just here to do our book podcast. Isn't that right, Mark? We're just oh, here to talk it's about so this true. shared passion between friends. Good, good friends who go Great way back. Great friends who go yeah. way back. Yeah. And we're just so happy to have someone as as talented and as multifaceted and as deep as you, Jess. Now you're just now you now you're just trying to butter me up or something. Oh, I would never, ever, ever do that. Never, Mark. Never. No, not once. No, I would, I wouldn't do that. I Mark, you're are you good to? Cause you're like kind of talking a little weird, you know. Um. Yeah, I'm totally fine. I'm pretty okay. Okay. All right. I'm just. Yeah. I, I'm. Um. Uh, maybe. Um. So. So the book, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, uh the uh the Ghosts in White yes. by Keisha Weber. Yes. It was um 
It was very, very excellent novel. Well written, well illustrated, and um, and yeah. Make some more. Of I these. also, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great book. Um, did you? Um, yeah, I thought it was a an awesome book, and I'm uh, I'm happy that we were able to discuss it with you, Jess. Uh, and um, I'm happy to be here, and I'm looking forward to that movie. <laughs> yeah, I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be a really uh, awesome time. I think we're gonna really really enjoy ourselves <laughs> yeah um this this has been the uh the bookmarks um follow us on social media yeah we're on all the socials every single one of them updated almost daily and we will see you in the next one with another Starring the vocal talents of Mark Bookerson as Cody Smith. Markel Bookerson, played by Virginia Lee. Jess Bookerson, played by Rebecca Sternberg. Our podcast is supported by people like you. You can support us and other shows made by WGC by subscribing to WGC Productions on Patreon. And you can follow us at WithGoodCo on Instagram and Twitter and at WGC Productions on Tumblr and Facebook.